BallerLifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode 308. 308. Uh, Very stoked to have you in the mix with us. As always, you guys are the engine that makes this thing go. Um, I am joined now, as I am each and every week, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? So I have a few things that are up, but first, breaking news, Antonio Sabato Jr. Dead. Now. Oh. Even worse. Handsome. He's beautiful. Gorgeous. But because I I guess he was, was he one of the keynote speakers at the- He absolutely was, yep. Convention? Yep. Oh my God, I mean- Was he Silk Stockings or he was like something like that? Yeah, he was but on it, some kind of soap opera, I think. General Hospital, maybe. And then he was so it was him and Bayo. Like they they had all the big guns at the yeah. at the 2016 Republican National Convention. Yeah, so he um, is claiming Hollywood blacklisted him for doing that. Um, but I I kind of remember the 20 years before he wasn't he wasn't really hot. He was in like Greco level. Oh, Stuff. he was below. He was well below Greco. Greco was on a fucking network show for a couple years. Sabato. Post. I'm saying post uh, Jump Street with Harry Aoki. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's hold on. Let me. Let's look it up. We're we're gonna go on the Antonio. Assuming he has one. I mean, he is. He is beautiful. We're gonna go on the Antonio Sabato Junior's IMDb. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, he had to get a regular job managing a construction site in Florida, which to that I say, managing, managing a construction site is a good gig. Oh yeah. And probably way better than he, I mean, what was he just show off his abs? How did he get a managing? That's a great gig. Well, is it like, um, Bob Van Winkle, vanilla ice? Does he, is he like, does he have that type of, uh, background? No, he's too beautiful. You can't be that beautiful. I mean, he was beautiful. People just get tons of shit right from an early age. Um, that's true. Yeah, it's it's you almost want to be um uh not like ugly, but you want to be like have to work for things in this there's world. A, there's a guy in town that is so beautiful, and I look at his wife, and I I I don't think she's attractive but wow. just because of how beautiful the dad is i'm thinking maybe there is something with it, her just because the the dad is beautiful like the like he's in uh the daughter's in my son's class right yeah and yeah sometimes he just it, i mean a guy like sabato yeah he's never had to work for shit no he hasn't so he's he appeared he made his debut in a Janet Jackson video, Love Will Never Do, in 1990. Mm-hmm. Then he did a few things in Italy, apparently. And then some TV well, movies. those years, I think their their president was a porn star. Right. Oh, yeah. Cicciolina. Um, yeah. He, then he 
was he did some like TV. Oh, 1995. Melrose Place, seven episodes. Okay. okay. Then followed by a whole bunch. Well, but fine. Right. A whole bunch of uh, the kind of shows that were like probably on late night. Her Hidden Truth, If Looks Could Kill. This is like where, yeah, where he was like making out with Gene Simmons' wife, Shannon Tweed, probably. Yes. Uh, then he did one episode of the new Adventures of Superman, Lois and Clark with a fellow conservative and Princeton grad. Dean Kane. Dean Kane. I mean, the guy has Brooke Shields' V-card. Is that true? I think Gene, wow. Dean Kane wow. took it. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, then a whole bunch of shit you'd never heard of. Um, he was in the Big Hit. I think was a real movie. I don't know how big his character is. No, part- you're, you're confusing with like the Big Sick or the Big. Uh, I'm not I'm not. No, this is 1998. But I'm just the saying, like, hit. I'm saying the Big Hit sounds like a few other. Uh, the big chill, the big sick, but no, the big hit was not a was it's, not a. It's Mark Wahlberg. It's early, what? yeah. Mark Wahlberg, Lou Diamond oh, Phillips. Like I remember fear? seeing this. Yeah, I remember seeing this. Fear uh, days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, then a bunch of st- oh, an episode of Ally McBeal. And okay, but I mean, he, yeah, he was so beautiful. You could always. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't have a, a stint as a uh, a sex object in, on Sex in the City. Well, hold on. He was in something called Testosterone in 2003. Oh, he did an episode of Joey. I think he showed up and just looked handsome. Then he was on The Bold and the Beautiful, right? Right. More his speed as an actor. General Hospital. And then a lot of episodes. NCIS, Ugly Betty, Scrubs, one episode each, CSI New York. So maybe he did get blacklisted. Rizzoli and Isles. But these are all one ep- – I mean he worked the whole time. He, to say he's been blacklisted – is a misnomer because he has credits in every year since 1990. Yeah. You know, right. He's in stuff. He's always been in stuff. He's in something right now called Snow White. Mm. He plays Did Will. Porn? Okay. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got some really bad news this week. Your um, son's basketball team made the playoffs and you're going to have to coach more. Oh, no, but I'm, I'm, Fucking wrong. I, yeah, I'm in the playoffs, but I plan on winning that motherfucker. Nice. Um, but uh, mm, I got invited to a wedding in June. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm just never happy about getting a wedding invitation. Oh, that's it. That's it. You've been invited to a wedding. Yeah. Who's? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I was invited. Here's the thing. Yeah. I was invited to yeah one of my wife's friends' weddings. Um. But there's not there's only been a handful of weddings that I looked forward to, but I also got invited to a cousin's wedding that's in Boston in like October. I got to save the date card. And I was thinking, well, it's in the fall in in Boston. So I can I can just skip that because I can say, oh, you know, my kids got this or that. But it's happening right next to the town next to ours. And Michelle said, there's no chance of me getting out of it. So it's just looming. I just, yeah. I'm pretty bummed out. Mm. And she's like, why don't we have a nice night? And I was like, great, let's go out to dinner that night. Yeah. But you're going to a wedding. Yeah. I got to hear the fucking electric slide. And yeah. All that yeah. I mean, I don't like weddings. I mean, open bar. 
I don't know the name of the groom or the last name of either person. Oh, so you're not going to know anybody? That is kind of boring. Yeah. I thought you guys had a no, um, you go to your people's weddings, I'll go to my people's weddings. You know what? Yeah. I thought I had that, but I was told I don't have that for this one. Things have changed, huh? (laughs) Worm has turned. Um, I saw, last week I saw a story, I don't know how recent it was, but Cindy Crawford and, and what's it, her husband? Another good looking person. Damn it. He's beautiful. Randy Gerber. And he's yeah. rich. A beautiful couple. Yeah. Their son got a face tattoo that says misunderstood like Pre- on his cheekbone. Presley Gerber. And he's a good looking kid. Of course, and he's a model. My God. The the cheekbone. I mean, you're. And I and then a couple days uh, later, I saw David Spade was on Stern talking about it. And he goes, what if he's suddenly understood? What is he going to do about that? <laughs> That's pretty good. But, well, but, yeah. but like it's, I, I don't, I don't get face tattoos seem like it's just, I don't want to sound like some old fogey, but yeah, that's no, a bridge too far to me. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't ever be taken. I mean, if you have misunderstood on your cheek, you can't really be taken seriously ever. No, and I saw it too, and it's like real kind of small letters. Yeah. So, in, so it it's looks gonna, like he almost has like a like a line written on it. Yeah, it's like a, it, it's going to no, bleed not, into itself. It's just gonna it's gonna look like an eye black, pretty soon. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like he he's almost like a Nelly Band-Aid on the cheek yeah. thing. Like yeah. it's, it's just weird. But yeah. then it also got me. I, I made the comment. Uh, I think to Michelle, I was like, "There's a good chance." And I'm I'm dead serious about this. There's a good chance I masturbated to his mom like 800 times. I remember when she did that Playboy. That was a big deal. Yeah, because that was before I was getting like the free porn on the internet. You well, had yeah, but just the swimsuit issues when I was in middle school. Oh yeah. And well, Michelle's she- like, oh, I figured you. <laughs> she said, I would have thought that's the mo- the amount of times you masturbated in your lifetime. Like 800 times. Like, what? 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 I mean, middle school. What? <laughs> at least once a day. Middle school was oh, yeah. already a thousand right there. Yeah. Middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Easily. You're, you're jacking it every day in middle school. For but sure. It would be pretty funny. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to know adulthood with, with, uh, new porn and stuff like that because these are nobodies, but I would like to know the statistics of like, which El McPherson was in there. Oh yeah. Well, what, the, they used what to would do be the, my statistics? For, oh, for how many times you, you yeah, jerked so off like in your person. life? No, to, to oh, these specific oh. person, people. Well, don't you do, don't you like flip the pages? Don't you, you, I'm saying you just, when I was, you just concentrate was, on one. When I was in seventh grade, I, I told you yeah. I'm efficient. I don't, yeah, you what go am quick. I, sitting yeah. there thumbing through things? No, oh, I, do. I get the image and I'm, I'm gone. Oh, no. I make a I make a production of it. And I uh, – because I like to – and I like to love myself. So I really – I'm not going to do it. Like I'm not going to bang unless – I don't do quickies. Oh, I only do quickies. Right. I don't – I like I like to ha- – I like to make it an event. I like to oh. make – I like it to be really satisfying. So – and the same goes for jerking. Like I don't need – um 
you know, I don't have no, like I'm a lot about by myself. I make it. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need like candles and music and stuff, but I do, I do. I hope not if you're masturbating with candles. Right. But I got to find, um, so normally I use porn, although I don't know if it's that I've hit a certain age or something, but I rarely masturbate anymore. I feel the same way. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah. It makes me a little bummed out. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's good because it's nothing sadder than the cleanup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, but, but it's weird yeah. how it used to be a necessary. You got to get it out. Life. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's not. Um, I would say I average. One point two five masturbatory sessions per month. Oh, I'm I'm there per week. Yeah, but yeah, that's a normal amount. That's a normal amount. I'm I'm I think my I testosterone's to, I down. Be, I used to be like seven per week. Yeah, yeah. I was. I I probably. And again, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm at home. So right. You work more. from home. I was probably a three, three time a week guy, two to three times a week, pretty consistently until the last couple years where it's really toned down. And it's, if I go two jerks a month, that's, that's on the high end for me. And don't get me wrong. Like I still, you know, yeah, I'm like, probably still, I like to get it in a week, but it used yeah. to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's lessened, but I have a I have a whole thing. Like I need, I'll use, I'll find a good video to like warm me up, to get me like in the mood, to get me going, and then when it's when it's ready to go down, I'll move into the fucking gamer. I'll find a cleanup hitter that I'm, that I'll have ready to go, and then I get out the lube. I hit put a little oil in oh, the that's hand because right, you've got props. Yeah, I got to use. I I need to use. Uh, some type of a, a lubrication to get it going, and then, uh, and then you know, I usually let it go into some napkins or a paper towel or tissues. I never or a towel a or a small thing. or a small towel. Yeah, a sock. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. You're gonna wear that sock. Yeah, no good. Yeah, it's uh, and I'm not in a I, like I don't really I don't have anybody around that I need to. Not that you have to hide it, but it's like, oh, you, I mean, people would you, see those little towels and be like, hey, I saw those little towels. It. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's I, just not, I never like, yeah. I, I get it. It's a natural thing. That yeah. Yeah. Every guy does. But it's it's not any you don't want anyone discovering. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't want somebody having that on me. I don't know. I don't care that people know that I do it, but it's like, oh, this is what you were doing yesterday at four o'clock when you could have been doing something, you know, it's like when they, when they know what exactly. you were up to and when I, mean, I just announced what I, you know, what I'm up to and what I've done, but I would never want anybody to know in the moment. What I, I'm up to. I like that. Your wife thinks you've, uh, you've handled business 800 times in your life. I'm, I'm going to be 44 in a week. 311. <laughs> 800 times in my life. I hit 800 times. I mean, oh yeah, it, it definitely yeah. in eighth grade I hit the eight hundred mark. Oh yeah, in junior high, I mean, 
there were there I would pr- pretty consistently go a couple in a day, maybe maybe sometimes three, maybe yeah, I four. Would say I probably I probably averaged ten a week in middle school. Yeah, and then all through high school, you know, I was yeah. fucking jacking away. College, my twenties. College was a little tougher when I had a yeah. roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was one of my one of my friends walked in on his roommate. Yeah. Just sitting on the burlap chair, Oof. like the school issued burlap chair. Yeah. No, um, I had a buddy, my buddy Spence. What up, Spence? He he was getting ready to go out one night with our buddy Lance, and Lance was well known. He Lance is like a hey, Lance and Spence. You yeah. you hang out in Van Nuys? Yeah, that pretty like much. A yeah. Um, Lance was like, Hey Spence, I'll come pick you up. And Spence is like, all right. But knowing Lance, that was at least 90 minutes to two hours later that he would show up. So Spence is like, Oh, I got time. So he plopped down in a beanbag and threw in a VHS in his, he was living in a little condo at the time. And he was, he was having a go at himself watching a VHS right there on the beanbag, but he made a fatal error. And he's probably not the only one to do this. He turned the mini blinds the wrong direction. Oh, you could see up. Right. So you could see down in. He had the, he had the blinds turned directly pointed at himself and not quite closed all the way. Oh, man. And Lance walked up to ring the doorbell. And right as he was ringing the doorbell, he... <laughs> He looked through the window and he saw what Spence was doing. He was having a go at himself. And then Lance played it off. He rang the doorbell and Spence quickly like cleaned up and ran upstairs, came back in a towel and was like, oh, hey, man, I was just getting I was just getting in the shower and you got here quick. And Lance is like, yeah, no problem. Then Lance sat on that information until Later, the, later that evening, when there was probably about, I don't know, a dozen of us at a bar, and we were, oh, that's the perfect when there were girls there too, and uh, we, we were a little buzzed. And, and Lance, all of a sudden, I look over at Lance, and his fucking face is all red, and he's laughing his ass off. He cannot stop laughing, and we're like, "Dude, what is wrong with you?" And Spence is like, "Dude, Lance, what's going on?" And then Lance slow like through his laughter told the story as as, the, as spencer's face whitened it was uh it was quite a moment and all of us agreed that we wish we had been lance we wish we had been the one to encounter that and have that memory and be able to have that information it is good to have something like that yeah i don't i'm trying to think i don't recall i don't think anybody's ever caught me masturbating I'll tell you one one person called me once. It wasn't a person. I remember my dog walked in. Ooh, that's a real like, boner killer. Yeah, my dog walked in and gave me a funny look. Yeah. And I was <laughs> I remember thinking when my childhood dog died, thinking, well, now there's nobody who's caught me masturbating. Right. Okay. He took that he took that secret to his grave. <laughs> he did. He never spoke. <laughs> Good guy. That's a good man's best friend. <laughs> Thanks, Riley. He came through. <laughs> I and here's another thing. I think because of lube and because of the generation that I grew up in, 
this is why uh, my buddy Todd, he once had the great idea for uh, the invention of laminated porn because so many people masturbate in the shower. And I, I lost the ability to go to the mental Rolodex pretty early in life. I need, I need that visual stimulation. So I can't, I'm just not a shower jerker. I'm not a stand up jerker. I mean, can do it. I can do it. If the need, if the need be in a pinch, if I'm out and about and I need to get one off, I could do it standing up. I'm not saying I don't have the ability. Yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm at like ten in a lifetime. I'm not stand ups. I'm yeah. decidedly not a stand up. Yeah, yeah. I'm a. I'm a laying back, relaxing, type of guy, and I'm just not. I would say, in my lifetime, jerking off in the shower. I would say I'm probably under a dozen. Under under a dozen shower jerks, maybe like eight or nine in my life. Yeah, I'm right there. Yeah. Some some guys that's their go. I think most guys that's their go to. They just bust it out in the shower, and it's just you know. And maybe if somebody had my buddy Todd had followed through on his idea and marketed his laminated right, porn you idea, need, you wouldn't need your imagination, right? You would have something there to get you going. But uh, I never had that, so always needed that. Uh, always needed that visual stimulation. Okay, let's do let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, shit, shit. Okay, quick voice. You know what? Oh, that what? song, anytime I song. hear that song come song. on, uh, no, but the Taylor real Swift. song, Taylor I Swift, only shake it off. This. Yeah. You don't like. I don't think of shit. Like when, t- when that comes on in the supermarket right? or whatever, CVS. I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. I'm just thinking of uh, he's even worse than ish, ish, ish. Right. The, the great Brad in New York. Plus so fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. It's a fucking great jam. It's amazing. Great. Okay. Voicemail. Hey, I'm listening to uh, the Lala. Bachelor. LSU Lala. Oh, he's got this is Bachelor related. I probably should have played this on By my the other way, show. I yeah. accidentally, not accidentally, but I, I heard the very beginning of that show. Yeah. I hadn't heard it before. Yeah. You got a great theme song. Oh yeah, that's also by the great I Brad in New York. Another theme song? Yeah. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. We live in it. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. He, he and raps then when you it. guys started talking about the Bachelor, I was out. Can I steal you for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Brian Beckner, Jay Stu, we're breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. Crying in the limo home. How embarrassing. This guy's good. Yeah, All the guys it, that make our songs are good. Where's our, I know, it's good shit. Where's our sports song? Writes a bill and or Brad, Brad. in New York and or Snowjet SST. I Snowjet. And or any kind of new blood. Anybody wants to make a song, 
We'll give you a fair shot. Okay, let's see what Lala's Lala might be commenting on a different show here. This is bad production on my part. And just thought of something with uh, with you and Jason talking about herpes and yep. and virginity and about yep. bringing that up early in a relationship. Oh, right, right. So I'll just clue you in, Ed, because this is this is evergreen. Uh, some some chick on The Bachelor whose dad is an assistant to Bruce Pearl at Auburn University. Oh, Michelle kept saying the head coach. And I was like, Bruce Pearl? Is, no. the, is there her no. name Pearl? Okay. No, but Bruce Pearl was on The Bachelor because they went for hometowns. They went oh, to Auburn and Bruce Pearl and his tan and his shady, shady uh, recruiting. He's yeah. He he's, leaves. He leaves every school on probation. Yeah, he's he's yeah. in that same camp. He went to the final four, and he mentioned. I'd forgotten he went to the final four last year, and he of course he mentioned. They were a fun team to watch. Yeah, they, they were. They were fun. So um, he's she's she's there, but she um, doesn't mention until nearly the end of the season that. Not only is she a virgin, but she's saving it for marriage and she doesn't fucks with guys that are going to be banging the other girls in the fantasy suites. And I think that's a fair, I mean, oh you, the God. fact that what's, you're, contribu- what you're it, contributing 1800 here. What's, Hang like, on. what's Hang the modern on. times? No, 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 people no, no. bang, people have sex. I'm, I'm not talking about not having sex in general, Oh, but you're going to fuck somebody on day three of fantasy suites and then accept a proposal after, you know, in the same week oh. he's fucked hey. two people. Hey, no, that's the game show. That's you go, you go on the fucking prices, right? And you go and you, you don't know if you're going to be playing Plinko or the fucking mountain climber one or the putting right. one. You I don't mean, know. I mean, it's you, you sign, sign up, up for, for it. Of course. It's, it's insane, but it's also insane to accept a wedding proposal yeah. from somebody who's fucked two different chicks that week. You don't you go on the, you go on Jeopardy. You don't know if you're getting potent potables. You you should study for it. <laughs> you're not get, hey, you're going to get a whole fucking category about opera. You're not sure. You should maybe you should know about opera. It's the same on the Bachelor. It's a game show. Anyway, so I'd said Hey, and it's cool. I'm cool with you being a virgin. You know, if that's the path you chose. I'm all for it. Be a virgin. But, and this Don't is what, it, this, exactly. But this is what, oh my God. Oh my God. That's my phone. Um, this is, my phone was hooked into the board because of the call. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I said, it's kind of like having herpes being a virgin. You got to disclose that at the beginning of the game. You can't, Absolutely. you can't wait till the end till you're about to stick it in and go, Oh, hold up, hold up. You should know I've got, I got an outbreak because I'm, I'm in a, I got a flare up going right now. I have herpes. Like that's, it's cool that you, you got have, herpes. You, you got to let me know. Them. Yeah. You're afflicted you to, because this is, this is a part of who you are. Exactly. Yes. If you're somebody who sometimes has sex. Right. You don't announce, Hey, sometimes I have sex, but. <sighs> Virginity, like you're specifically keeping that one. This is something I'm real dumb about the age dog. See, I don't have, I don't, I never had any kind. I never had, I never had herpes. I mean, herpes, you know, it doesn't go away. So once you have it, you got it. I know that much, but I never had chlamids. My roommate one time had crabs and I thought I was going to get it because we shared a space, but he seemed to avoid that. 
Cause you can just get it from like toilet seats and shit. Yeah. And we would, um, we had like a little like garage apartment thing. So, yeah. and there was one, there was a bedroom that like the, the laundry, what used to be the laundry room had been converted into like a little bedroom with a TV and a futon in it. And so if, if one of us had a broad back to the place that was, you could go in there cause it had a door that closed. And then the other one of us would sleep on the couch and we would just kind of like trade off that way. Gotcha. And so we were in, cl- it was close quarters and we would sh- like wear each other's clothes and stuff, suck each other off and all that. So it was weird, <laughs> but the, so I never caught that. I never had, um, chlamyds, Ghana, any of those. I never had anything HPV, none of it. But here's my question about herpes. You can only get it if it's, if you, if it's active, right? Like just cause somebody has the H dog doesn't mean they're going to give it to somebody else. If it's dormant, you got to have a lesion. You got to have an active lesion to give it away. Now also does a, does a rubber protect from that? Because what couldn't the lesion like be on the side and touch, get you right. like on the balls? Like, can it be on like a lower right. part? Right. Or does, or, yeah. or are they only on the inside? And then if they're on the inside or the outside, you know what I mean? I, I, on I, the I genitals. I imagine there could be some internal. To our herpes afflicted listeners, please reach out. Explain to me how it works. My shit is clean. I got a clean ass dick. It's fucking pristine, untouched. I mean, often touched, but unsullied. Let me know what's going on with the the H dog. Can do, does a condom protect from getting the the H dog or what? How does it work? Let us know. Herpes afflicted listeners, mailbag at the baller lifestyle dot com or nine four nine four six four TBLS. Let's see. I'm assuming LSU Lala is not afflicted with the herpes, but he's got something to say about it. Let's get back to that. Uh, if you find out that a girl has the herp, what? I guess this is probably more so for Brian since he's back in, in the market, but you know, LSU Lala really likes to uh, allude to my dating status, my marital status here often. <laughs> you notice that he's had a, he was, he was trying to, uh, he was trying to match.com me in, in, in his defense, with a widow a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. In his defense, he knows I've got nothing to offer on this. <laughs> That's true. I guess, I guess, well, it's, and it used if to, if any of us are going to offer something, right. it, it's not me. And it used to be that people would, that Jay Stu was the go-to guy, but now Jay Stu is, has confirmed he's in a c- committed relationship now. So he's off the market as well. So I appreciate it. Lala. Thank you does she have to be for you to continue on in the relationship? I, I didn't know where that, you know, if you're going on a one to 10 scale, what that, what she has to grade out to yeah. for you to continue on. Or it's got to be an eight. You know, if, if it's six or below you, no. you audios. No, it's or, eight or and how, above. How do you handle that? Eight and above. <laughs> so, well, uh, one, I need to understand how, the herp dog is transmitted because I know you can get it to the face too. And that's a fucking deal breaker for your boy. You got to understand. I don't got a lot going on. All right. Other than my moneymaker, this fucking grill right here. This is all I got. If I had some lesions on this face of mine, that would be a problem for me. So one if I were it's to enter into a relationship with someone that was afflicted with this condition, she would have to be at least an eight, eight and a half. B, I would need specific details on how exactly 
the herp dog is transmitted and it's probably available on the internet, but I'm never going to do that. So somebody call 949-464-TBLS and or mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com. Did, Ed, Ed Daly, your thoughts, give us your I, assessment. I, I don't think it's as obvious because I've had some friends who have walked into it that it's not like somebody's got a giant cold sore on their lip and you're like, oh, I'm still going to hook up anyway. Think you you might not know what's happening sometimes, right? Yeah, right. It's not it's not like obvious. It's not it's not that. Yeah, I'm just saying. I I I I think if they offer up the information, yeah, you 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 better be really happy with this person. But Uh, yeah, but if you stumble into it accidentally, I I get it. I know I know plenty of people who have who oh who. You know people that have accidentally contracted yeah. herpes? Sure. What? Because the because yeah. the because the donor the donor genitals they were with weren't, someone who weren't wasn't aware. clean. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fucked. I feel like you should be able to sue for that. Yeah, but yeah. that should be prosecutable. I just think in college or at least in college yeah, when I was there like there were, you know, there was always some random drunken hookup that happened that you don't realize what you're getting into a lifetime of cold sores. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think, but I, you know, I guess it's one thing if you don't know, I guess that's the defense, right? Ignorance is like, Oh, I didn't know. I guess I just thought these things on my lip were just, uh, hereditary or something. I don't, you know, but I feel like, if there's a if there's a a documentable um, knowledge of having the H dog and then you and then you hand it off to somebody else, uh, I feel like that's a prosecutable crime. That's actionable. I, I remember they had us do a uh, some sort of assembly senior year in high school, junior year in high school, and they showed you the type of awful shit. So we were looking at some like awful gonorrhea slideshows and shit like that. It was, it was bad. Yeah. Or the, um, the HPV is a tough one because supposedly most people have it and guys, you, you don't get symptoms most of the time is my understanding. Unless you get a Michael Douglas throat cancer situation. Right, right. You could get that. But when you do get symptoms, I remember seeing pictures of that and being like, what the fuck is happening there? Like, I don't want that. Whatever that is, I don't want it. Oh, I don't even know what that looks oh, like. Oh, it's, uh, well, I mean, you looked at Peyronie's. Yes. Why don't so you, I'm not looking up Why this. don't you Google, no. why don't okay. you Google genital warts right now? And see what kind of pictures come up. I'm not going to do that because I'm. I have nightmares. I can't do that. Uh, okay, quick email. While Ed's googling that, Brian and Ed. Per last week's convo on the hero that was punching the back of that person's chair. As, no, as some, not a hero. Not a hero. Definitely not. As someone who is six five and travels quite often for work, I run into this whenever I can't get an exit row bulkhead or first class on a last minute flight. Typically, I like to take the passive aggressive approach and say, ow, when someone moves the chair back, 
if that doesn't work, I just bounce my knee into the back of it, like having a nervous twitch. The key to this is to make it at random as, as rent, as random as possible. So they cannot get used to it. That is from Dean PS. When is the merch line going to drop? Um, so I, you know, on a long flight, I, I definitely do recline, but if I saw a huge guy sitting behind me, like Dean's freakishly tall, I would probably refrain from just as a matter of yeah, courtesy. My point was at six feet, it crushes me. So anyone over six feet, yeah. it's untenable. And people do not look around. They're assholes. I told you, they don't even think twice about pulling back on your chair to stand up. That's true. That like, happens that's often. Not affect, that happens every flight, that every single often. flight in the history of flights. People are assholes. That happens. Um, but the guy who was punching, he was just being a little bitch about it. It's uh, one thing yeah. to do the passive aggressive when you have to stand up on a flight. If somebody's all the way back, it's all right to give him a, a good hip check, get him, wake them up because yeah. they they didn't care about you. I, but, yeah, I would agree. But the I would guy agree. Who was punching seventy times in that like clip? He just looks like a bitch. Douche. Yeah. I mean, he got the fucking last row on the plane. You know, right. it's, I mean, you just get, I've had that row before. I've sat there, sat there many times. It happens. You know, you just got to suck it up and get through the flight. Sat there once with a bus. That's where the toilet is back Ooh, there. Yeah, I know. It's smelly. Good. Horrible. Um, as to the merchandise, so as many of you know, the baller lifestyle brand is in a bit of flux right now. I appreciate everybody for hanging with me, us, especially at Daily, who is a fucking good soldier and a good friend and just a genuinely uh, positive influence and accepting human being. So I appreciate that from the listeners and the participants on the show. Um, we, sh we definitely, I don't know what we would do. We might do some, maybe we do some hats or something, something where I can't get fucking stung on it. But a lot of people are like, if you, if your logo was on a hat, I would definitely buy one or a t-shirt. So we could talk about that. Additionally, a lot of people have reached out regarding our Patreon account and it's Unfortunately, I lost control of our, I never really had, I didn't run the Patreon account. Um, I left that to someone else and that person chose to continue to be in control of the Patreon account, despite not having anything to do with the show anymore. And I pleaded many, many times with that person to just give me the fucking password to my fucking thing. And that didn't happen. So, but it, now it appears that the Patreon has been shut down. So I don't, I, you guys would know better than me. Um, I'm really, really, really fucking sorry that that happened. I, you guys cannot understand how much I appreciate the fact that you would fucking even dial in every week and listen to our fucking voices, much less give us a fucking dollar to hear a little bit more. That said, 
Um, we're going to do it a little bit differently. I'm going to set up a new subscription setup here. It's going to be like five bucks a month. And Ed and I are going to start doing probably, hopefully weekly or just consistent content on there. For instance, one of the things that was suggested to us by listener Telly Tuput, good guy, likes to drink. He was saying, what if you guys started reviewing the, because we talk about it a lot on the show, the um, 90s, 2000 HBO juggernaut real sex, that show that would come on at 1130 on Friday nights that you thought might give you some you might be able to jack off yeah. to speaking, speaking of masturbation. I, yeah. I would tune in yeah. and Horrible. I, I, I tried many times, not many, but yeah. I tried several times thinking, all right, it's, it's real sex. There's yeah. going to be some hot stuff on yeah. here. And it'd be like nudist colonies and oh. disgusting people playing volleyball. It was awful. Yeah, You'd think, you'd think there'd be some hot swingers or group sex or something. And then you turn it on and it's, and it's flabby Wiccans that like to fuck trees. <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, um, start, look, look, follow me on Twitter at Brian Beckner. Um, listen for next week's show and I'll announce the new subscription service that we're going to offer here. Um, all of you that fucking hung with us through the previous situation, you guys, I couldn't love you more. I, I just, we're, you'll we're never gonna, know. We're going to be, we're going to up the content a lot. Yeah. There's going to, there's going to be a lot more. It's going to be five bucks. It was, it was in flux. Yeah. We, 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 we will do a lot of consistent content. Shit changed a lot between last, the end of last year and the beginning of this year, but we're back rolling again. Um, shit's going to be, uh, there's just going to be more for you to check out and merch. Once let us get the, let us get the subscription set up rolling first and then we can talk about merch. So Thank you for that, Dean. I appreciate you. I appreciate every listener to the show. You're all amazing. I love you. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my crew rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own Troy on DVD What is going on in the sports talk show? We talk about sports here. What's going on in the world of sports? So uh, Garth Brooks wore a Barry Sanders jersey to a Detroit concert. Ah, I love this. So a certain group of fans saw him wearing a shirt that said Sanders 20 and went apeshit. Because Barry Sanders was number 20. It's a great number too. 20. Yeah. Um, as if that fucking hayseed, the, right. the fucking, this, he's an Okie, the fucking safest, most fucking bland human being that's ever lived would take a stand for anything one way or the other. Of course, he's not, he's not supporting any fucking candidate. He's supporting the fucking almighty dollar. Like, that's, he's out there trying to make money. You think he's going to wear, like, 
Wait, he was pandering to the local. That's right. when you go, hey, Detroit, we've been in town. Yes. You know, this is the best city. We've been on tour. They they always do that. It's what what the bigger story should have been is he had that fucking jersey tucked into his Wranglers. He's right. He's not only the jersey. He's he's not only the kind of guy that wears a jersey. Wears a jersey of a team he doesn't even support because he just happens to be in the town. But he fucking tucks that jersey in so you can see his belt buckle. Get the fuck out! Oh wait, but I forgot Barry Sanders was an Oklahoma State guy. Yeah, and so was and Garth's from Oklahoma. So what he could I guess he could have worn his Oklahoma State jersey. Like is that the is that the he was in Detroit? I I get that. Why would but he do you wear a Lions jersey? But and does, does he wear a Jerry Rice jersey in fucking San Francisco? I doubt it. I, I think there's an Oklahoma connection there, right? I don't. I I fucking know more about Garth Brooks than Brooks and his stupid fucking fans, and I hate the guy. Well, here's here's a strange twist of fate. Tell me, Chris Gaines wore a Charles Rogers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's scrubbed Chris. We've talked about Chris Gaines so much on the show. It's Chris Gaines has gotten more mentions here. And I honestly cannot think of more than I uh, friends in low places is Garth Brooks, right? Yeah, of course. That's, that's the only Garth Brooks song I know. And I know he sold like more song, uh, albums than Elvis. Yeah. I know one song. Yeah. And Chris Gaines, I know zero songs, but I know he went with an alter ego, which is the lamest thing in history. No, it's super weird. And he has attempted to, and pretty successfully, I think, scrub Chris Gaines from the internet. You can't, like, Chris <laughs> Gaines made an album, and I think it's, you can't find it, and Every time we talk about him, I try to use a picture of Chris Gaines as the artwork for the episode. And it's, there's not as robust a, a catalog of Chris Gaines images to steal on the Internet, I think, because Garth has tried to to strike Chris Gaines from the fucking public record. Well, which is a tragedy. Yeah. I it. The only thing this story was surprising to me, because, yeah, I get it. Trump fans see Sanders 20. I get they don't. They're not good with context and everything. But um, I was surprised there was so much outrage. I didn't think his star was burning bright these days. He's back. He went away and came back. But, you know, when, like, people go on those, like, reunion tours. Yep. There's not a lot of fervor over them. People don't really care about sports. Well, depends like on who- the Rolling the Rolling Stones are huge, right? And they they sell out. But like, do people really care when they go on tour again? I mean, they, and I I love the Rolling Stones. They sell but, out the Rose Bowl, right? But but do people are they passionate or are they just being nostalgic? Like, do, yeah, do yeah. people have passion about the Rolling Stones or they're like, I love their old music? So what's the difference? What, what I'm saying, because. Uh, if Mick Jagger had a stance right now that I oh, didn't right. agree with, right? Yeah, yeah. Would I care? Because he's not really current. Like he's he's part. He's the the lead singer, one of the great frontmen of all, all time. But I wouldn't really care. I'm still gonna enjoy uh, Mother's Little Helper, regardless if it, of whether he has a bad stance on something. That's um, what I'm saying. He's 
Isn't Garth Brooks just in the nostalgic Well, category? what if it was like Nazism? Mm, I mean, yeah. we're living in a tribal time. I, so I, like I, if I, like if if Mick Jagger, you hate Trump. So if Mick Jagger I mean, was a if, big if Trump he, supporter, yeah, you'd be like, fuck Mick Jagger. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I would be able to separate the artist from the art because yeah. he's not current. He's, right. he's a nostalgic guy now. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, um, I guess Garth and I'm, I wouldn't know. I'm sure as fuck not a fan of Garth Brooks. So I don't, I, I, I don't speak. I would guess he's on, he's on the other side. I would think Bernie so. Sanders. He's fucking from, he's a hayseed from Oklahoma. Like, yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Remember he got, he had a, tried to have a cup of coffee with the Padres one year. Yes. Because you write a couple songs. You had to yeah, fucking go to like camp. Spring, spring training at bat. And I think and he got a hit. It and they well, I mean, yeah. they grooved it. Uh, like, like Cal Ripken in the all-star game. Uh, no, from, no, that was, that was a legit. Chan, Chan Ho Park fucking hung one 80 miles an hour right MVP over the plate. Of that of that uh, all-star uh, yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the odds? Crazy. Uh, what else is going on, on in the world of sports, Ed? Uh, NFL Combine player didn't know he had 37 parking t- tickets until the Raiders told him. Um, how, But they leave it on your car. It is a weird thing that you can have a plausible deniability thing where, oh, somebody must have ripped it off. And do they check? Do they check that they gave you a ticket already? No, no. They just keep fucking writing them. This, but like they're trying you, to get money. They does, don't give a fuck. Anybody, does anybody need to pay their parking tickets? I've only gotten like two in my life, so I I paid them. Yeah, but I wonder if you even need to pay. Um, you do. You definitely do because you go to jail. But but how? Who goes to do the meter uh, oh. maids look it up? The, no, who's, the fucking the register, whoever the car is registered to. How did this guy have 37? Then? I don't know. That I don't know. Because I feel like they would come to your house. What about when they put the boot on your car? I saw a car. The wheel lock. I saw a car outside the Holland Tunnel that somebody just parallel parked near a major <laughs> intersection. Yeah. And they had four boots. Really? Just. Just in case you you think you're gonna, because I heard one person say, "Oh, I deflated the tire, slipped oh. the boot off, and then inflated it." But yeah, they they put they gave him a four boot situation. Wow, quadruple and the boots, boot. The boots look like they uh, were worth more than the car. I would so. say, yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. So is he gonna get locked up? I'm sure the team will pay. I'm sure he's got enough money. The problem is that shit really adds up. You know, there's a lot of penalties involved. I got fu- I got a red light or not a red light, a stop sign ticket recently. Oh, and I, prob- that? I probably should have fought it. Well, because yeah, because here's the thing: I didn't stop, but from where the guy you ran a stop sign, no, like a I rolled it. There's no one around, and the cop was like set back from the intersection, like half a block. Are you like Tony Marchette from 90210? Noxima girl? What's her name? Oh, she killed a kid in crosswalk. No, I did. Yes, no. because she ran a stop sign. There was, no, there was no one around. I mm. paused. I looked around and I kept going. But this cop was set back from the corner. The thing is, I could have stopped short of the stop sign 
and then proceeded on. And he wouldn't have known because he wasn't in a position to see where I was. So I feel like I could have won it on that technicality. Mm-hmm. But I, also I would have been lying because I didn't stop. I would have had to lie and say, actually, I stopped yeah, earlier where he couldn't see me. And then I, I didn't feel good about that. I didn't feel and there good. are a lot, there are cameras everywhere. That's true. That's what, so that's what killed the mob. Caught, you get caught lying. Yeah. You're really in trouble. You can't like good fellas, you know, they had to put Frank Pantangeli. They, they, uh, what's his name? Killed him. It's Tommy. Yeah. He was, he was from Hoboken, by the way. Right. They threw him in the trunk and then they had to go bury him. And then they're like, hey, remember that thing? We got, they had to go dig him up, remember? And it was all smelly. And then and uh, Henry Hill's car smelled real bad. And you couldn't do that these days because there's cameras everywhere. They get you driving. Everywhere. The ring cameras. It's fucking killed, killed the mob's whole business. Well, it's time. It's time for now sports. For a segment, segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Now sports. Now sports. Now sports. Now sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Now sports. Now sports. Now sports. Segment. Ed, what's happening in, in, in the world of not sports? So I have some disappointing t- news to open the non-sports section. Uh-oh. Putting potatoes up your butt won't cure hemorrhoids. Doctors warn. I don't think there's the only cure for hemorrhoids. It's my understanding that a hemorrhoid is like a it's like a varicose vein, but in your asshole. Isn't it cream? I thought. Yeah, it's that like shrinks. You know, because the, yeah. the the vein gets in, inflamed or something. I'm, if there's any physicians out in the world, you can explain this to me because I don't know. Isn't that what? Yeah, that that's like that's like that like shrinks it. So that's yeah, just I've like never, a treatment. I've never had another thing. I just I, I I've never had it, but I was under the impression you had cream and you had to sit on those donut. Uh, Things. Yeah, because I think it. I think they, and I'm not. I'm not an expert on this. I think it flares up, but I don't. Th- I don't. Unless you got it real bad. I remember a buddy of mine had a real situation with, with this, and it was like bleeding, and he had to go have surgery. Oh, they, they had to like laser. He had a bunch of them. They had to like laser some, and then they had to. Um, they had to like surgically repair. I don't even know, but it was in his asshole. The surgery was in his asshole inside of it they had to spread it he had to like be bent over um you know like you know those like fuck pillows that they used to sell in the back of like penthouse magazine where it was like an angled like an angled pillow that you like bend over like in like in case you can't you need like an apparatus to do doggy style better i don't know i feel like the regular ways always worked i don't know uh, but they, they make a pillow for that. And I think he, like the surgery, that's the position he was in. Like he was bent over a thing and they had to pull his asshole open and then so, he, they lasered some and the others they had to do like actual surgery on. So I don't know. I've, I think also a, even, are they talking like fingerling? I, like it's got had to be a pretty small potato. But the smallest, the smallest fingerling, the, the smallest potatoes my asshole has never got to that size. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I don't, it could. Even turds don't get that. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people take some pretty big shits. I don't know. 
I potatoes. <laughs> Those are pretty big things. Those are pretty good. Yeah, even a fingerling, like if you froze a fingerling, you could get that in your asshole. But like a like a russet, <laughs> a fucking uh, what are some other kinds of potatoes? Yeah, I just know russets. Yeah, and that's russet, too big. Russet would. would that's too damage. big. Come on. <laughs> That's like a double penetration situation. Yeah, that's just too. You don't want to be. Um, you don't want to be in that now, situation. You know, as I brought up preparation H, I remembered something and a confession I make about myself. Oh, interesting. Somebody recommended this on TV. Like they were just talking casually in a talk show. I believe it was on Conan a few years ago. Uh huh. They said, regardless of whether you have hemorrhoids the best flushable wipes are pre- preparation h and i've been a loyal customer oh because well because they have a medicine in them that's yeah, they feel great really they feel, oh shut up i get i, I, I just use the costco stand, ones i get the standard like cheapo ones for my boys uh-huh yeah in their bathroom and i have a separate stash we, we have like drawers near near the toilet shut and up I, I have preparation H wipes and what? I've never had hemorrhoids. Never. Wow. But I, I got to tell you two thumbs up on the recommendation for them. They are they're the best wipes because wow. you know, I'm not an animal. I always use wipes. Yeah. Of course. And if, if, of course. I'm, if I'm going on my home game, yeah. I'm using the best of the best Pep. and those are the best. Um, Pep H prep H. I'm telling Interesting. you, you won't regret it. Where do you get those? Great. Where do you get those? CVS? Amazon. Amazon? Amazon? Yeah, you do like a bulk order. Holy shit. I'm right Like this I'll down. do I'll do a box of eight or so or whatever whatever the, the, the best deal is. Holy shit. They're great. Oh my god. I'm just looking into this. This is big news for me. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um another interesting warning. This is a different doctor's warning. Strong, strong sperm could get women pregnant in swimming pools, warns Indonesian official. Gonna need to see the science on that one. I don't. Yeah. Because yeah. chlorine. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I've never been to Jakarta or Indonesia. Yeah, I have. But I feel like they would have chlorine in their pools. And oh, they do. And salt water. Yeah, that would. It's pretty modern. I, you know, I don't, I don't know everything about everything, but yeah. sperm seems like it. It likes to quit pretty easily. I remember you and I were both gelded. Um, we both rendered our willingly rendered ourselves unable to. Great decision. Father, children, really the best. Although I will say this, pulling out never let me down. It's a hundred percent effective method of birth control. I you just have told you. Yeah. If I ever relied on that, yeah. I'd be in trouble. Well, cause it feels too good. You got, you have to have self, you have to have yep. discipline. But when that train is coming through the, you the, can't uh, stop. You can't I, stop. No, you can't come stop. On. Come on. Really? Cause it feels too good. This is, th- I've never, I, I'm just telling you, I've never been a, a pull out. This never. is, this is the NBA player conundrum right there. Cause it feels too good. But if you just take it out, Waste one. You know, you don't know. Every shot doesn't need to be on fucking goal. Put one over the goalie's head. It's fine. 
you still have a pretty good average. That said, I remember after I was vasectomized, they had, they're like, oh, we got to test your cum, bring some cum in, gives, gives, make a nice hot load, bring it into the doctor's office. And I was like, oh, can the nurse help? And they're like, no. And uh, so they're like, you have to do it on your own. So then I did it finally. Cause they're like, after you get vasectomized, you gotta, you gotta, you know, shoot a, you st- you're still pissing hot for a while. Then eventually, and then eventually you run out of sperm, you know, and, but they got to check, but they're like, you got to bring us that hot, juicy load within like 20 minutes of ejaculating. It's like, yeah. you got to fucking shoot in a cup wash your hands and then run it straight over there because the sperm yeah, died. You have to like hand it to a receptionist. Yes. It's very it's awkward. They lost mine. They're like, and then they called me like a week later and they're like, Hey, um, actually we just found your sample sitting here and we didn't test it or anything. So can you bring us another one? And you know what? Yeah. I never did. I never brought him that one, but I'm pretty sure I put lots of shots. I put plenty of (laughs) live, live fire on the range. And yeah, no, what happened to me is they, I went through a round and I thought I was really cleaning out the uh, tanks and they said, you're still not good yet. I think they might have said another 50, like just put in a good, a solid two months or something and then go back. And I felt like, all right, I, I've, I've done my work and I sure. never went back. Of course not. You would know. Cause it's, it's awkward enough. I, 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 they said it's very low at this point, but why don't you, you know, knock out another 50 or another, maybe they said another 20. I was thinking, well, if I have to knock out another 20, I'll knock out another 40 and then I won't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You'll be fine. Like it's, it's a pretty simple surgery. I've been pretty regular with activity and haven't had any results. So I feel good. Yeah, exactly. You're good. Trust me. You're good. But if you're swimming in an Indonesian pool, sailor take warning. I'm really, I'm again, I just, I'm going to need to see the science and I'm not need to see some degrees. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking and no offense, but not from an Indonesian university. Um, I need, I need somebody from a fucking accredited Western place of study to go and fucking test the water and go, Oh yeah, you could get pregnant from this. Cause I'm not buying it. Now, sometimes we have stories where the headline is pretty surprising, and sometimes like this, this might be the least surprising headline of all. Steven Seagal settles with SEC over undisclosed Bitcoin promotion. Can you imagine? Could you imagine... Yeah, that you looks want, like a want, good idea. You want to get in the cryptocurrency game. You're like, I'm fine. I read all this thing. That guy, the one guy in Silicon Valley got super rich off it. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But I'm not, I'm not fucking with Bitcoin. That's played out. I'm not fucking with Eleutherium. I'm trying to think of a second coin. Um, I only know Bitcoin. Yeah. I don't know anything I'm going to do, I'm doing Seagal coin. Like, are you fucking kidding? There, 
There's a uh, bodega near me that has what seems to be some sort of ATM, a Bitcoin ATM. And oh, yeah. I've, I've always hoped somebody would use it while I was there, but but they never do. I don't even understand. I don't. I thought the point of Bitcoin was it was a digital thing. What is the ATM? So that's when that's when somebody um what what what's it called when they fucking steal like they go on your they hack your computer and they steal they kidnap hijack I don't know it's when they oh, go on your ransomware com- yeah ransomware yes yes they hold they hold your I heard a whole um this American life about this they go on your computer and they're like hey we got all your fucking dick pics and your on your um, daughter's christening and your fucking taxes, tax returns and spreadsheets and shit. We got them. We got all that shit. We got your podcast episodes and we'll give it back to you, but you got to give us 800 bucks or, you know, if you're, they do it to a lot to like cities and businesses and you know, oh, it could be like, it could be like 50 grand, but they can't be tracked. So you can't just fucking wire them the money or send them a check. So they go, go, there's a, there's a Bitcoin ATM at this bodega in Brooklyn. Just get on the fucking train over there. And here's the number. They give you the number and you go to the machine and you fucking take money from your account and you fucking pay it to them from the Bitcoin ATM. I heard it on NPR. Okay. Yeah. So that's why those exist so for if ransomware. I see somebody using it. I know someone has been held hostage. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or, Fair. or they're up to some fucking nefarious shit. They're, uh, you know, they're a drug dealer. They're, they're trying to do shit off the grid. Right. Yeah. Right. So illegal, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Steven Seagal. Yeah, he has, has he his own Bitcoin. I mean, what? I mean, yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He. Uh, it's been a, it's he, been a long road. He had a moment. He did uh, hard Under to kill. Scenes. He did hard to kill under under. Well, that was the one of the last ones under siege and under siege too. With remember under was, siege was pretty good because he had it was Erica Leniak. Yeah, or? she was in there naked. Yeah, and so, uh, the bad guy was Busey. That was a right. real movie. But that was a real movie, and that was really uh, a solid movie for a high school kid. Yeah, no, no, it was good. Um, I I was into all those movies, but they were like also like. He got kind of fat and you realize it's kind of like Bruce Lee. It's, it might be because of MMA ultimate fighting came around and you realized, Oh, well this sh- like Steven Seagal couldn't kick anybody's ass doing this shit. But he wasn't even picking a real th- Aikido. Aikido. It's where it's That's where not you, a real thing with the sticks. Yeah. It's where you use the other person's momentum against them. You're like, they run at but you and you go, ha, and then, and yeah, then you let them run past. Judo. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's poor weak. Man's judo. yeah, exactly. But we didn't know shit back then. We didn't have the internet. It was the nineties. Right. Um, 
10-year-old boy was accidentally shot by his babysitter while she was taking selfies with a gun. You know the only solution to this. If she... If her... No. If the, if he, if the little kid had his own gun to protect himself right. from his babysitter's gun. The only way to protect against is bad babysitters... With another... More guns. Gun. Yeah. It's children with it's, guns. Is a good child with a gun. No, what they need, what the, what you need is a trained special forces, ex-special forces oh, guy. By the out, like by the front door. Yes, they're at every house where someone's getting babysat. Reasonable. Well, yeah, yeah right. You take an ex-military uh, person. Because that'll deter the babysitters from shooting the kids accidentally because they're like, oh, right. then there's a special forces guy here that can fuck me up. So I won't I won't do any gun Completely selfies. Fair. Yeah. Completely fair. Yeah. Um, so uh, I did see he had a big win tonight. Mike Bloomberg. American Samoa. American Samoa. Well... Uh, there was, you know, when, when you start doing oppo research and things come out, his daughter has written multiple horse romance novels. Based in, based in American Samoa? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. I'm just oh. saying Bloomberg oh. has a daughter. Is this the daughter he used to brag yeah, about getting laid? He was like, I'm, I got my daughter with lots of dates on that business trip. Like he had a whole thing about that and she was only like 16 or something. It was weird. Yeah. Well, she's into horse romance. We're like guys where, where we fuck the horses. Lustfully. I don't, I don't know what it means, oh. but I'm guessing there's a lot of whinnying. I'm done with fucking horses and horse people. Fuck oh, horses. Horse, horses. Uh, I rode a horse once in my life down in Argentina. Yeah. It was yeah. scary. You oh, you can't yeah. control. They're big beasts. Yeah, they do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm I'm hard pass on horses. They could. Yeah, they the the all they got going for them is that they uh, is that they've been broken. Like they don't give a fuck anymore. So the, that's right. that's you're just counting on them not starting to give a fuck again. Michelle and I were like down in Argentina in like a, a by the glacier down there, Patagonia, and. We were, we were at some bed and breakfast and they like offered like, oh, you can go for like a horse tour of the area. And I was thinking, what what kind of training goes on down here? There's nobody as far as the eye can see is like little house and this horse that just wants to be wild in Patagonia. Yeah, let it he run. He could just take off. And then I have to choose how I'm going to break half my body diving off as it runs. Yeah. Something I didn't to think like about. It. Yep. Something to think about. And it was not comfortable. Yep. My balls hurt after that. It's not fun riding a horse. Yep. Um, rescue jet skier said he lost his ski saving a bird. <sighs> I saw this story before, and I'm just wondering. In what state do you think? Well, it's obviously in Florida. And my guess is that he was jet skiing after the bird, not to save it, but in fact, to feed it to his exotic reptile. <laughs> that, that's, that's, the, that's the fucking part of the story they're leaving out. Because it's embarrassing to lose your jet ski, because we all know 
That's the main mode of transportation in Florida. And also, jet ski parts are the number one form of currency. Um, so not having your jet ski is pretty embarrassing unless right. you were trying to get food for your exotic reptile, which is the number one status symbol right. in in Florida. But maybe he made up the bird part because what he really wanted was a floating carburetor that was floating. Right. Exactly. That could be it too. Like, I, be- I, my front yard is missing that thing. He, he, he saw, he saw like a pretty decent shape exhaust floating down the, yeah. down right. the coastline. And he had to, he had to oh, jump on it. That car grill floating in the ocean would look perfect <laughs> in my front yard. Um, the judge resigned after using the N-word in text, uh, and she said the public was never meant to see them. Case dismissed. Case dismissed. Uh, the public was never meant to see them, but yes. she wasn't – at least so, she wasn't denying that error. I hate the my phone was hacked thing. Take it from me. Yeah. Be very careful what you text people because <laughs> – Occasionally, that kind of those it even if it's not anything that you're saying to somebody else could be embarrassing if the wrong person looks at it and yes, you're not going to want to text. I mean, no one's going to yes, catch but. me texting the N word. That's that's what I'm saying. That's a, That's this, an especially a bad. One. Yeah, that I assume. I mean, even even if it's Oregon. They're going to see the occasional black person. And if it gets out that they're dropping N bombs, it's not a good look for a judge. But uh, you would see shit that would make me look bad, sarcasm. I'm sure we've texted in the last week that are, have been things that would look bad for me. But I, it, the N word is kind of one of those things you just, I just know I wouldn't get caught doing. Yeah. That's uh, that's a fact, buddy. Especially um, as a judge, right? You just you got to be more careful because a judge is a great gig. Because you don't work crazy hours, right? The no, judge, you're very you just, powerful. Remember that judge on the wire? They'd go to him oh, to get yeah. search warrants. Yeah, and he was like because McNulty's like old drinking buddy. Yeah, and uh, what's her name? Deirdre would have to like flirt with him to get him to sign right. the warrants and stuff. He That's was right. very powerful. Judges, you don't realize, are super. They're elected f- like for life in a lot of places. Or yes, if they're not, they're in a place where no one runs against them, so they're basically elected for life. Very, very prestigious job. Yeah, it's a great gig, and the only time in uh, entertainment that you see that they've got to work off hours is when they're trying to get a warrant, and they're like, "Oh, they're so put upon." Uh, are we gonna Are we gonna go wake oh, up, Judge did you Wilson? Realize yeah, Saturday. It's Saturday morning. It's my fucking br- bridge but night. Like, but if you're a lawyer, you might have a client. You got yeah. you got to visit a prison on a Saturday. Yeah. Judge, yes, and she's she's dropping n bombs like it's not gonna come back and honor. That's bad. That's a bad look. Yeah, really bad. Uh, Lady Gaga's dad refuses to pay rent for for a Grand Central Terminal restaurant because there's too many homeless people hanging out there. Um, now Bob, I have thoughts. Bob Gaga, yeah, like Charlie Gaga. So where the question 
Um, I mean, homelessness is a fucking epidemic that we have all decided as a society to do nothing about. Um, right, we but, but is Grand Central Terminal, I assume that was, it's more of a homeless place than a restaurant place. If yes. that makes sense. Yeah. Now, Grand Central used to be like 80s, the bad stereotypes in New York and, you know, people, junkies doing heroin and Bernard Getz shooting people. It used to be terrible. They refurbished it in the 90s. It's a beautiful old structure, but yet it's a working train station exactly. for for Metro North. Yep. And, yeah, there are shitloads of homeless people and – I think the guy owned, I mean, they have like kind of a high end, it's really nice, but it's still a working train station, but they have like a high end food court kind of thing. I think he owned one of those type of places. And they also have some almost like open restaurants. There's like a balcony, but there's still no like walls. You can still hear the hustle and bustle. And I had a customer, this woman from Chicago, and she wanted to go to, there was a Michael Jordan steakhouse in uh, in Grand Central. And we went there and we were just sitting on this like kind of balcony type thing. And somebody hit her with a piece of bread, like a, like a roll. Wow. Wow. And she was shit faced and she propositioned me for sex. Wow. And she was like, but, but like she was, she was never going to get it from anyone. Did she have anything on the lip? Cause that's a tell you don't want to they got something she just, she just sore. wasn't, she wasn't even somebody I was considering if I weren't married type mm, thing. She yeah. was just not, she yeah. was not one I, of those people. I get it. I get it. Bro. Um, but she got hit with a roll because it was just this big open train station. It's not, it's like a beautiful building, but it's not a nice place. Sure. And so it's not where people are going to dinner. Let's I, go to Grand Central Terminal for I dinner. I don't think Lady Gaga's dad bought that place. Greg Gaga. Yeah. Mm. Charlie Gaga. He didn't buy this place knowing and not knowing that there weren't just the flotsam and jetsam of society yeah. rolling through there. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's a weird, you know, right. and the rent Which is came first, the homeless right. or the restaurant, you know, the, the, the rent is probably staggering there. Sure. And he's annoyed that he's not cashing in on the Gaga thing. But no, yeah. he, he, he has to pay all his rent and he can go fuck himself. Yeah, it's tough to make a buck in the restaurant business. Location, location, location. Have you heard that before? Uh, yeah, I've heard it yeah. once or twice. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, sometimes we think it might be end times, and then you're like, well, it's being dramatic. Well, China is sending 10,000 ducks to battle Pakistan's locust plague. That's a lot of duck shit. Oh, my God. I ride my bike sometimes along the water, and there are a lot of geese there. Yeah. There's geese shit everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Golf courses are covered with that shit. Um, it's gross. Yeah. Finally... Last three stories I have. Oh, okay. All relating to the thing that's kind of on everybody around the world's mind. Coronavirus. Mm, Can't stop thinking about it. Now, what I will say to this Mm -hmm. is I've never cared about Ebola and all that stuff. Nope. But I recognize this is a little different. H1N1? 
Right. Uh, swine flu, uh, SARS, all those things. I never was concerned about it. This thing, I, I do recognize there's, I'm not worried just like I'm not worried of dying from the flu. But there, it, it seems like, you know, when you see some of the estimates, it seems like this could be a thing that could create a little more problems than, than, uh, Ebola for my specific community. Like there are estimates that say 60%, 40% of the world will be exposed to it, right. you know, in the year. So I'm not worried about dying from it, but it does seem like it's going to be like a violent flu that could cause, you know, problems, but I don't care that much, but there's a lot of stuff going on and people trying to figure out and people playing doctor and yeah. mm-hmm. um, 38% of beer drinking Americans. Yeah. So it's a big chunk, but quite a bit. We drink a lot of beer that, in this country. In, in that mid 30s range is also mid 30s of uh, certain uh, leaning of, but they, uh, of pol- politically people. But anyway, they will not drink Corona beer because of the coronavirus. They've announced they. I mean, that's so stupid. Right. But that 38% seems very similar to another 38%. So I'm wondering if yeah. there's a, what's the Venn diagram yeah, going? It's a big circle. It's a big, um, big red circle. So police are thinking, hey, let's, let's jump on this whole coronavirus right. thing. Right. Let's order, or let's issue some fake warnings of meth tainted with coronavirus. Right. Yeah. And we'll put it out on the town uh like Facebook page. A lot of meth because, addicts you know, going on Facebook. Right. Yeah, cuz I was thinking like when you're about to do meth, yeah. by purchase meth, you're thinking, yeah. all right, let's first survey the town. See, <laughs> see how the police see, see force if see if there's any warnings. Yeah, let me let me go follow. Yeah, what's that police force I follow on Twitter? Let me let me see what they're doing. And then, oh, no shit! All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to lay off the meth. I mean, wait, you know when I'm doing meth, yeah. I'm thinking the one thing I can ensure is that I'm gonna have a healthy future, and I would hate to get a disease that could potentially kill two percent of us meth users. Wait. I get that this meth has Drano in it and acetone and all sorts of fucking chemicals I can't name. But you're also telling me it has a, it has a virus in it? Well, that fuck that. Two percent of us? Right. You mean, Two? You, might, you mean I might get a f- bad cold <laughs> from this? I fuck mean, that. If there's one thing I don't want is a two percent two percent chance of dying. I mean, I'm a meth user. I'm not crazy. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's just uh, it's it's a bridge too far. Our final story is a poster or something that the CDC issued, and I thought you would have some thoughts. Oh yeah, they've issued a facial hair warning chart. For the coronavirus, and they listed what appears to be about 40 different facial hair looks and what is 
appropriate and not appropriate for, I guess, snaring the disease. Obviously, clean shaven. That's a pretty good setup for not uh, for having. I guess it's for wearing a mask. I'm I'm really annoyed that you've made me look at something that says chin curtain. There's names for all these. They've got a Zappa Garibaldi. Frank Zappa. Zappa, The extended goatee gets an X. Chin curtain gets an X. Van Dyke will suck your dick. He's got Van Dyke's. He's 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 trying to tell you. Verdi. Garibaldi band holes. Who are they? What? Balbo. Balbo's safe. So is Anchor. Oh, villain. I mean, handlebar, you feel good about that. Yeah. Chevron. Yeah. What is Chevron? Um, well, that's it's like the, like a, it's like that's the shape. Got, right? Well, hold on. Where is Chevron? Uh, third row, second from the right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's just like a right. That's a dad stash. That's a dad stash. Yeah, you're not going painter's brush. You're more Chevron. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I'm not like James Van Prague over here or Larry Zonka with the walrus. Yeah, that's full Zonk right there. Yeah. Why wouldn't you call it a Zonka? You don't. A you don't see the toothbrush anymore. Back in the day, the toothbrush <laughs> was a very, very. You know, they in World War One, everybody went with the toothbrush because of the gas masks. That's this. That's that. You see how the toothbrush has a green check mark? But you know, I just would like to think the CDC would say give it, give the toothbrush an X, even though they gave it a check mark. Because they're thinking, well, a a mask could cover it. But aside from Michael Jordan, nobody's had a toothbrush since 1945. No. Yeah, that went uh, it went down in the bunker. That was the last um, we saw the toothbrush. How about, how about right above toothbrush, the Hulahi, otherwise known as the Chester A. Arthur? Yeah, that that's the that's the Who has um, that? that's the have you seen, even in, even hipsters. Does anyone have the Chester A. Arthur? No, that's like. Unless you were on the 1885 Cincinnati Redlegs, um, you don't have that. But it's a sweet look. You know who? Uh, Johnny yeah. Cakes is right next to him, the horseshoe. Yeah, that's pretty. That's- I wish I could grow that. If I could grow a horseshoe, I'd have one right fucking now, but it doesn't grow on the sides. I don't have that setup. It's, there's big gaps in there, or I would have a horseshoe. It's pretty interesting, and the names are pretty interesting. Um, but there's a lot of creative facial hair on here. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with the Zorro. Oh, English, the Dali. Oh, Dali is, is it handlebar? Where is that? It's a bottom right corner. It's like, oh yeah, you can't, right. That's, that's Raleigh fingers. Or I would think the Dali is actually right next to it. Dali did they point up or out? Well, yeah. He, yeah, he waxed them way out. I think. Yeah. Um, Raleigh fingers is more the villain. Oh, his, yes, he is. His Careful was even, not to cross the seal. Right. Like he'll have to yeah. extra curl them. Yeah. And Raleigh fingers. On a mask. Raleigh fingers did that. He curled it up. You think Raleigh fingers is still going with that look today? Because he was really tied to it, and it was a sweet fucking look. And here's the thing: how fucking old is this guy? You got to remember, Raleigh fingers was lo- rocking that look. When he was a major leaguer, he was probably like 31. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. Like 
Raleigh Fingers was 29 years old and he fucking tied his ass to that look. And he's probably in his 70s today and he's still rocking that. Yeah, that's like Bob Ross. He happened to have a perm before the first show and they're like, oh, you can't you can't change that. So he'd have a perm the rest of his life. Yeah, that's a tough, tough way to go. I mean, Mike Brady ran into that, you know, he's he was just had the straight hair, he had the cap. And he, right. he switched up to the perm, and it, that's and yeah. that was his look. Straight wasn't his look, though. No. He was <laughs> well. He was a serious actor. He was Shakespearean. Yeah, yeah. He didn't like the direction. He of that did a show. lot of dinner theater after that. That was the thing. He protested. He didn't like the direction of the show, and then he left. But keep in mind, there's only so many big gigs in a in a actor's lifetime. He probably should have wrote it out a little more. Yeah, I agree. You only get that one job, you know, and you just kind of got to go with it. Right. Yeah. All right. That'll do. Excellent job. Yeah, really, really. We got you. Gave we gave you guys a lot of information this week. Look for follow us on Twitter so I can give you a heads up on where to contribute to the new subscription portion of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. And if you're not up for that, you just listen to the regular one. We're here. We're here every week for you. We love you guys for a daily. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 308 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man. No one is above us. Five star. Even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot. Man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man. It really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.